Community Radio for Brentwood and Billericay. This is Phoenix FM. Hello, boys and girls, mums and dads. I am so excited to welcome you to the first story time with TT. And today we have a story from Martin C.S. from St Mary's Primary School in Hornchurch. And it's called Finally Holding the Magic Lamp. I looked closer and I could just about make out some writing on it. To me, it looked like a different language. It read I, X, V, square, triangle, across, a circle and a sunshine. Then all of a sudden, Archie, my monkey, started going crazy and jumping everywhere. Ooh, 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 ah, 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 crazy. What is it, Archie? Why are you going so hyper? I asked. Martin then noticed a spot of mud on the lamp. Oh, it's no big deal. I'll just wipe it off later. Archie then stopped going crazy. So maybe he did want me to clean the lamp after all. I took out a cloth and rubbed the mud off of the lamp. But just as I took the cloth off of the lamp, the walls of the room started shaking. Run! shouted Martin. Then we began running as quick as the speed of light. It was the scariest moment of my life. And Archie's. Once we were at a safe distance from the mansion, me and Archie sat down and began panting for breath. We'd run so fast to get to safety. But then I felt a slight weight in my hand. Oh no, it was the lamp. Not that thing again. It was probably that that had caused the room to start shaking. Oh, no! Why did you bring it? Archie said to me. I didn't, I just... Hang on a minute. Archie, the monkey, is talking to me. How can you talk? You're a talking monkey now? I don't know. I just... I just can, Archie said. But how? Then there was silence. I know how, said a mysterious voice. Who said that? Show yourself. I'm armed. I've got a, um, um, I've got a, give me a second. Um, I've got a stick. No need to be so violent, the voice said. It is I. Mr. Gosnell, the five-star genie. The end. I love the way Martin has left this story really quite open. What do you think happens next to the genie, to Martin and Archie the monkey? I look forward to some of you writing in and telling me your version of the end of this story. Or perhaps tell your mum or your dad. 
Either way, I hope you enjoyed it and I can't wait to read the next few stories. See you soon. Bye. Phoenix FM. Hello again, boys and girls, mums and dads. We are back for another story time with Titi. And today, I'm very excited to be reading you a story by Harry Peters. Harry is from St Mary's Primary School in Hornchurch, and he has written a fantastic story called The Magical Pegasus Lamp. Here we go. Once in a loft bedroom on 32 Tabram's Way, a regular boy named Harry Peters, that's me, was laying on my bed, watching my tablet. I wanted to get my switch off of the shelf, so I climbed up and opened the box. But as I was looking, I found a golden, mysterious lamp. A few weeks before, I went to see the live-action Aladdin movie, and there was the same exact lamp. I was so excited to see that a fictional object was actually now in my room. But I forgot what to do with it. Can I use it as a teapot? Maybe I can plug it in. No, that wasn't it. Oh, gosh, but while I'm thinking, look how dusty it is. I best give it a clean with a rag. (coughs) Oh, my goodness, so much dust. (coughs) Oh, dear. (coughs) Let's carry on cleaning it. Oh, my goodness. As I did, I started to see golden sparks coming out of the spout. So I kept rubbing. Then a tail and two hind feet popped out of the front of the, lad- of the lamp. There, before my eyes, was a white and gold pegasus. Not even five seconds had gone past until the winged horse said, Hi, I'm Crystal. You have three wishes. I couldn't believe my ears. What in the world was I going to wish for? Um, um, I I want to experience life 30 years ago, so I wish to be a child in the 80s. I had then realised that my Samsung turned into a Nokia, my clothes turned into clothes for hippies, my Fitbit turned into a slap band... Oh no, perhaps this wasn't a good wish at all. I wish to go home, I shouted to Crystal. Now that would mean I only had one wish left. What do I do? What will my wish be? Oh, I know, I wish to be a balloon so I can fly. Then I can fly home. After three seconds, I was on a string held by a child. But the child let go of me and I began to fly. I was soaring past clouds and planes, way up in the sky. I want to go home, I said so tiredly now. Crystal told me, but you've used up all of your wishes. You have none left. 
How will I ever get home? We'll have to wait and see. The end. Oh, Harry, I'm so intrigued. How did you get home in the end? You used all of your three wishes. First, to be back in the 80s. Then your wish to go home. Then a wish to be a balloon. Oh, dear. I look forward to the sequel to this one, Harry. Well done. And thank you. See you soon. Bye. Phoenix FM. Hello again, boys and girls, mums and dads. It's that time again for Storytime with Titi. And today, oh, we've got a cracker. This is from John Luca at St Mary's Primary School in Hornchurch. And John Luca has written a story called John Luca and the Magic Lamp. So, let's hear it. On a normal day, in a normal place, lived a normal boy called John Luca. John Luca is very tall, funny, and he's very good at... Buongiorno tutti! Italian. He was sitting on his sofa with his little Bella, waiting for the Women's World Cup to start. It was a very important game. France versus the USA quarter-final match. It was half an hour until the match started, so he decided to go and buy some chocolate and sweets for his family. Once John Luca had finished shopping, he headed to the till. The cashier was a really weird man with a white baseball cap, a bright red t-shirt and shoes that looked like they'd come from the 1950s. This creepy cashier scanned all of the items and then left a surprise in the bottom of our bag. The surprise was a magical lamp. Once Don Luca had got home, he opened the items and discovered the magic lamp. He gently picked it up, picked it up and started to rub it. All of a sudden, bang! The TV exploded. And within a split second, both John Luca and Bella were sucked into a whirlpool. This whirlpool transported them to another place. The other place was France. Down by the coast, there was a man selling tickets for the USA versus France match for free. Bonjour. Free tickets, madame. John Luca took the tickets and out of nowhere, Bella the puppy started talking. Yes, you heard me right. The puppy started talking. Yeah, très bien, John Luca. Great job. This is crazy, thought John Luca. Getting to the match would be very difficult. John Luca had no money on him so he'd have to walk. The time it would take is one hour and 15 minutes, but the match starts in one hour. It was a tight squeeze to get there, but they both did it with 10 minutes to spare. Once they got to their seats, they could hear the roars of noise. 
The match was very physical, but the USA came out on top. They left the stadium and walked down the street. They both came across John Luca's half-cousin. He told them, go to the restaurant over there, and when you open up the menu, you'll be able to get home. John Luca always thought it was his weird cousin, so it made sense that he knew how to get out of this weird world. John Luca and Bella did exactly what their cousin said and went to the restaurant. Once they got there, it was the moment of truth. They slowly opened the menu and... Bang! Again, they were sucked into the whirlpool. Everything was going spinning, 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 all around them. And then they were back in their front room. Everything was back to normal. The TV screen was fixed. There were no sweets in the cupboard. And John Lucas' mum said, You've been asleep for hours. Was it really all a dream? The end. Oh, wow. So what do you think? Do you think all of that what happened was just a dream? Or did John Luca and Bella really get transported to another secret world and then just transported back? Maybe tell your mum and dad what you think about this story or if you would change the ending. See you next time for Storytime with TT. Bye. Phoenix FM. Hello again, boys and girls, mums and dads, and welcome back to Storytime with Titi. Today, we are hearing from Benjamin from St Mary's Primary School in Hornchurch, and he's written a story about a virtual lamp. Benjamin, I really enjoyed reading this, and I just know that your whole school... And your family are now going to really enjoy listening to it. Benjamin, keep up the great work. Here we go. The Virtual Lamp Batsu felt accomplished as he found the money to buy a new game. The new game was called Hero's Path. People say the game is so good that it feels as if you're really in it. He put the disc in and a message popped up saying, Customize your personal character to start your adventure. So he started to create his characters. The character's name was Toshinori. His hero name was All Might. All Might is a patriotic man who loves America. He has big hair and his hair really stands out. His power was called All Force One. It enhances his strength and gives him wind attacks. He saved it and another message appeared saying, If you're sure, click on the lamp. So he did. And as he opened his eyes, all he could see was a castle. And three other people were beside him, all looking at each other, really confused. 
He asked them, where, where were you before you were here? Were you playing a game like me? But before they could answer, a man in a robe appeared. Patsu asked, who are you and where are we? The man explained that he was the king and that Batsu had been transported to another world through the popular game Hero's Path. Batsu immediately then started to panic and ran out of the castle in utter shock. He saw a leaflet flying about. He grabbed it and the leaflet said that famous game designer who made Hero's Path had made a restart button in the centre of the town. He scanned around, looking everywhere, and then managed to ask somebody for a ride to the centre of town. Once he got there, he found the refresh button. He pressed it, and then just woke up at home, as if nothing had happened at all. He was so relieved. Ever since that day, Batsu has never played video games again. Or has he? The end. Wow, Benjamin, that was fantastic. And I wonder how many of you would be put off if you were transported to another world? What do you think you'd write the ending to this story? Maybe tell your mums or dads. See you soon for Storytime with Titi. Bye. Community Radio for Brentwood and Billericay. This is Phoenix FM 105.9.